0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Journey to Success Radio Network. My name is Tom Tutal Cunningham. I'm a resiliency expert helping people to live positively with the challenges of life. You can find out more about me and this radio station and this interview at Tom, the number two, and tall, T-A-L-L dot com. I am really excited and privileged and honored that my guest today is April Jay Ford. I met April at the Think and Grow Rich Summit in Del Mar, California in 2013, and we've been close business friends, friends, social friends, we just really get along well. April is a co-host of this show as well occasionally. April is a purpose-driven entrepreneur that knows the alchemy of adversity and inspires people to find the gold in life's challenges. She has accomplished much in her life while also overcoming immeasurable hurdles. Her passion fuels her to inspire others to overcome any adversity and to thrive through health, healing, happiness, and prosperity. She knows firsthand the importance of bouncing back from insurmountable difficulties The major one was losing her husband, who was her best friend at 32 years young. The many adversities that she's endured throughout her entire life helped prepare her to deal with the ultimate tragedy of losing the father of her two quite young children in 2010. Her third book, Pretty exciting, coming up soon. You Are Not Alone, How to Rise Above life Challenges with Grace, Gratitude, Love, and Joy. It's going to be released sometime this month. And it's our third book. Uh, these publications are for you if you're looking to be inspired and empowered to transform into your true potential and looking for practical methods of dealing with health, healing, and happiness. Welcome, April. How are you today?
1: Hi, Tom. I'm so happy to be here with you. Very, very honored. I'm so excited to join your show today.
0: We have done a number of things together and helping each other out since I met you last year. And uh, I follow you so much on social media, so when I saw uh, the different... uh, Covers for the book, where people could vote on. I was pretty excited to see that.
1: Oh, I appreciate your your participation. That that was actually quite fun. Um, everybody voting for their favorite uh, cover for the upcoming book. That was that was quite fun to do. There, there. It was You're
0: very one. Yeah. I like the one with the kids in. Yeah. <laughs> Any picture well, we'll with see. kids we'll in see. it we'll is going to be fun. the best. Hey.
1: We'll see which cover won the votes.
0: Exactly, exactly. Now, when anyone searches you online, they find a lot of references to Joy. So what are all these references to Joy?
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, you know what? I guess you could say my middle name could be, you know, had something to do with all these Joy names because that is my middle name. Oh,
0: I wondered. Why yeah. do you put it in, why do you put it in everything? Because it is Joy?
1: Yeah, well let me explain. Well, first of all, I'm gonna say I'm so happy that my family gave me the middle name of
0: Joy oh. instead
1: of Fool. Because yeah. I don't even know if you know this, Tom. I was actually born on April Fool's Day. Oh. So... <laughs> so I get that all the time when I was a kid. You know, your your birthday's on April Fool, you're yeah. a Fool baby. <laughs> so I'm glad that they actually named me Joy and not Fool. Um, well, with that being said, in all seriousness, you know what, when I started sharing my story of my adversities, I started with a brand called Joy, and it's actually an acronym, Joys of Yah. And Yah is short for Yahweh, translating to God.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that basically evolved and expanded to the nonprofit, a 501c3 nonprofit called Joy's Gifts. And here we go with another acronym, Gifts. Stands for Global Illumination Foundation thrives. So I wanted to tie in the messaging of what joy really means. Everybody's seeking for joy, and you know, in, in the rubble of adversity, and finding that faith and joy um, that we all have within us.
0: Right, right. It can go up and down a little bit depending on circumstances of life. Uh, losing your husband, like I remember when I first heard that story and my heart just dropped and I forget how old, how old you're young, your daughters were, but pretty young, right?
1: Yeah, at the time, um, I have one son and one daughter, they were oh, okay. only four and five um, yeah. at the time, so yes, I mean, they're still fairly young now, but when it happened, um, obviously they were, you know, quite younger when right. I became a widow and immediately, obviously, a single parent at that moment. Um, and and I think the very first time we met, we were just speaking of, you know, at the Think and Grow Rich Summit of the, the topic of, you know, has life ever thrown you a curveball called challenges or maybe even a boulder called adversity? Um, you know, with you, Tom, being the resiliency expert, I mean, everybody knows your story of, yes, that's your your background as well right
0: yeah exactly but i am blessed in that i have a visible disability nobody could look at me and say uh, not know that i have a disability but there's so many people like yourself that walk around with invisible tragedy invisible adversity it's and people would look at you and Beauty. People aspire a lot of things to beauty, so they might just look at you and think, "Wow, she's got it made. Look how pretty she is, and all that." But you have deep scars. Not only that, but other ones in your life that you've that you've lived through as well.
1: Yeah, and I, I'm glad you brought that up because, um, like you said, for you, it's quite evident when people see you, you know, with a physical um, disability, but. The reason why we named the book, and I guess the book basically gave itself a title of You're Not Alone, How to Rise Above Life's Challenges with Grace, Gratitude, Love, and Joy, is because oftentimes we go through a lot of adversity or challenges, and it doesn't have to be so extreme, you know, in my situation, but everybody has curveballs and challenges, and oftentimes we as women, we tend to suffer in silence. You know, we feel like we're alone. We feel like we're the only ones going through um, this little black cloud or rubble um, Mm. under our feet. And I'm glad you brought that up um, to show that sometimes it does feel internal uh, of the conflicts and uncertainty and all the situations that we're in and circumstances we feel alone. And, you know, the title speaks for itself that you are not alone. You don't have to go through this alone.
0: Yeah, and I like what you said, that sometimes when we're alone in our thoughts, uh, uh, you know, we think it's horrible, and uh, you keep it in, and yet there's a lot of uh, a lot of great things that can happen by opening up about your adversity to the right people right. and the people right. who the, care. The,
1: and it goes back to, like, it's a, it, I think it's, almost magical how the book basically gave itself a title because we, we gave the title at the very end um, with my publisher and editor and cover designer and you know, spiritual counselors, business coaches. We had a full team on this project. And when we say, when I spoke the words of Yeren alone in the story, it's more of you know, finding out who we are inside and how do we handle the challenges that we face you know, as we transition and transform into who we're really meant to be. We go through this process of self-discovery and knowing that spiritually we do have this intuition and this great being within us that's calling to be brought out, um, but but also the human aspect is that, of course, we do have external guidance and help from others when we share our adversities and share our stories and learn from them as well and take their guidance.
0: Exactly. Because sometimes we feel, we can feel uh, we're weird or that our thoughts may be abnormal or strange. And yet, I remember a small group Bible study with uh, about a dozen men I was in. It was very close. We got tight. And when people open up about issues men have and husbands have and you would begin you would i would often think wow you know i'm not alone i'm not the only one who thinks this way or has these thoughts and so there's a lot of comfort in your story for other people so that they can learn that open up uh, with the right people and as you said get past that and on to pursuing what your real purpose is get over the challenge and go towards your your purpose. So now uh, I think I read somewhere. Where am I reading this? October ninth. Hey, the book is going to be out October ninth. <laughs> That's next uh, Thursday.
1: Yes, it's around the corner, October ninth.
0: And if you are listening, you get a free copy. Well, I guess even if you're not listening, you get a free copy. So go to Amazon.com to make sure October the 9th, October the 9th. Yeah, if you October can do 9th, it October um, the 9th, it makes a huge, um, ginormous difference. So do it up. Yeah,
1: Amazon's going to have a limited promotional time where we can give out the link for free, and you get the full um, PDF downloadable version on the 9th. So you want to make sure you go to Amazon, and all you have to do is search under books, um, you Are Not Alone, How to Rise Above Life Challenges, or you can even search under my name, and you'll see um, the blue cover on there.
0: Nice. Now, when people purchase a copy of this book, it also helps your um, your uh, charitable foundation. It helps widows and uh, abused uh, women uh, through yeah, Joy's actually, Gift
1: actually, well. Once um, Amazon starts tracking the actual physical purchases of the book, like when they order the hard copy, Amazon will track the number of purchases, and 35% of the proceeds will go towards Joy's Gift. And, again, that's the organization, the nonprofit, Empowering Widows and Abused Women and
0: Youth. Wow. Widows and Abused Women, that's a a great uh, cause for sure. And now uh, we talked about the cover and the title, So uh, what does the cover, the final cover and title, we know the title, but what does the final cover represent? What was the winner?
1: Well, I'm going to give you guys a sneak peek. So actually, you know, since, you know, Tom, Tom and I are good friends, for the listeners of Journey to Success, you guys get the early sneak peek. The winner was actually the one where, I'm standing on a rock overlooking the beach, and actually, you know what, this picture just came up by itself because it wasn't really planned. Um, I took this picture, what, two years ago maybe, a year and a half, two years ago. Um, I was in Hawaii, um, I forget the name of the beach, if it's Sands Beach or Sandy's Beach, and my sister was just taking me around on a tour and I stopped on the side of the road and she just snapped that picture. And now that I look at it in, in print, it makes perfect sense of how all things just came together because this is the time where I was going through some of my own um, rubble and recovery, as I'll talk in a little bit about the four steps, this is where I actually developed the four steps during this time period when I was in Hawaii. And you can see me kind of looking over the cliff, looking over the beach. I think I have my hand on my forehead because the sun was just blazing um, on top of the cliff. And it represents, you know, you're not alone. It's almost like you're standing on that cliff. You feel all alone. You're all by yourself. But internally, you're seeking you know, yourself within you, and you're also searching for others to come help and, you know, rescue you or give you guidance as well.
0: Nice, nice. What a great depiction.
1: So that was the winner of the covers.
0: (laughs) Nice. Now, um, the book seems to be fairly targeted. It probably isn't for men, although I'm sure learning from adversity applies to everybody, who really does it speak to? When you are writing it, who do you want it to speak to?
1: I was mainly writing this, and I would say it would speak mostly towards women, again, who are suffering in silence. You know, if they're suffering from grief, abuse, Loss, or maybe some just other challenges, because we have so many roles and responsibilities as women in our daily life. And going back to the topic of loss, it's not just about losing a loved one. I think a lot of women, when they're faced in situations, they lose their sense of self-worth, their confidence, their hope, and even their belief Mm -hmm. in moving forward. Although I speak to women, you know, coming from a woman's standpoint. I would say it would still be a good idea for a man to pick up the book and read um read the book because they're interacting with with their
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: mothers or their spouses, right? Exactly. And they would at least get that perspective of what we deal with and how otherwise,
0: they otherwise, a man may never like really understand the thinking behind the challenges and problems of women. Right. He's not going to go out and ask his wife, so it's better to read about it to get a little glimpse into Mm -hmm. the uniqueness of the adversities for women. Right, right. So, but good for aimed aimed at women and so many people in general, but I imagine probably more women where they're living their challenges solely inside their heads. And, yeah, and
1: they're, they're just seeking for, like you mentioned, comfort or calmness. I, I call it a bunch of C's. It's comfort, calmness, confidence, and connection and clarity as well. Um, when we're going through a lot of roles and responsibilities and we're trying to figure out what's best best in our path and how to pursue it, you know, are we alone or how do we move forward? And why is it that we're compromising so much in our mm. daily life, and and how do we just deal with moving forward?
0: Nice. So what would be, uh, name uh, like three or four topics uh, that you cover in the book specifically?
1: Um, I talk about, you know, the risk of overcompensating. When we talk about our roles and responsibilities, you know, we as women tend to multitask where, you know, you're a wife, you're a sister, you're a mother, you're also the PTA volunteer, you're the, you know, church choir volunteer, (laughs) entrepreneur, you know, corporate ladder climber. We wear all these hats and sometimes we tend to overcompensate certain areas such as our health and wellness, our well-being. Sometimes our spirituality uh, takes um, the back burner. And how do we balance, not really literally balance because there's no perfect world in balance, but how do we maintain a boundary of our relationships, having healthy relationships as parents, you know, with our kids, um, our love and relationships and companions and spouses, and what about our definition of happiness? And success you know it's time to put us back our back on our own to do list
0: mm. when we
1: oftentimes naturally we're, we tend to be the nurturers and make sure everybody else is taken care of and sometimes we fall short of taking care of ourselves
0: yes, a lot of times women they're the <laughs> last person they look after is themselves, and uh, when you're the last person you look after you often don't have the energy or the time to do any of that and so so important and uh, something that's very uh... important to both you and i that i get across to people and you get across to people and especially women is our purpose be purpose driven there is a reason now you can decide for sure that your purpose is to be an incredible mother And that's your purpose for wife and mother. Hey, excellent, amazing purpose. I have a male friend, a, a guy friend, and his definite major purpose is to be the best husband and father he can possibly be. Period. That's it. And that affects, of course, his decisions. But if you strive for something else, or it's in your brain for something else, or you've thought of something else, you and I are very passionate about... Finding that purpose, finding that something that will create a legacy for your life that will outlive you, that people will remember you for, right? Right.
1: But we also have to remember to take care of ourselves first. And that's not coming from a selfish or egotistical standpoint. It's more of being realistic. I mean, how can you really truly serve your family or the community or others around you when you're in need of a position of receiving help yourself, Mm. right? If your health is dwindling, how are Mm. you expected to serve in an efficient and productive manner? Mm. So when I say take care of yourself, yes, we do matter. And put yourself back on your own to-do list. Our health and wellness is important. Our spirituality and connection to our Creator is important. And then we can fully serve into whatever our purpose
0: is. Wow. You're speaking right to my problem that I had for so many years, and I'm still learning it, is that uh, how can a guy who says amazing all the time actually open up and look after himself and maybe admit he can't do everything and maybe ask for help a guy who just doesn't like asking for help? But eventually as I got older it's like if you don't do that you really are not doing yourself or other people any favors by not asking for help, by not opening up about it and by not looking after yourself. Um, you can yeah,
1: I think do you it. Yeah, I totally agree where you're you're coming from, Tom, because you know, I think with your situation and my situation, it's almost like um, you know, when you're reading my bio, it's like the alchemy of adversity. What does that mean? Alchemy is when you turn, you know, a rubble of plain metal and turning it into a precious pile of gold or a brick of gold. And it's finding that gold in life's challenges is what re- really matters. And that's what makes or breaks, you know, people's journey. You know, journey in life is about learning the lessons to move forward. And unfortunately, when somebody hits a roadblock or a curveball or a big boulder of adversity, they sometimes tend to just crumble and crush. Mm -hmm. And it's okay temporarily to feel, you know, stressed out or depressed, but you need to give yourself permission and allow yourself to just even take one small step in the direction somewhere. You you may not even know at that moment because everything around you is dark if it's in the right direction, but I guarantee you that it's at least a step towards somewhere and you'll realize once you're finally standing up, okay, I took a step and it's either in a direction I want to be in or I don't want to be in. Mm -hmm. So at least you have a reference point. Whether it's just sitting on the ground in a pile of rubble, you don't have a reference point. You don't know which way is left, right, up, down, wrong, or right. But if you just allow yourself to take one small step, you'll have a reference point of, okay, this is where I want to go, this is where I don't want to be, and when I raise my hand, who's going to be out there to help me?
0: Yeah, nice, nice. Now, last year when I met you, I got you to explain the four R's and how it can help with challenges or adversity for anyone. Uh, but I forgot. What are the four R's? <laughs> well, you know
1: what? It's, it's, it's interesting because I get that question a lot of, how have you overcome with, you know, losing your husband, and then that had a ripple effect of being a single parent now, and then you left your 6 year corporate career at Intel to start, you know, your own business as an entrepreneur, and then you packed up, moved away from family and friends 500 miles away. How are you doing all this? Plus, by the way, you had some other rubble in your past with your childhood of, you know, mental, physical, sexual abuse. How have you done it? And each time somebody asked me, it's almost like it it was more of, okay, how do I explain to somebody how I've done it? And it was like peeling the layers within my own internal onion is like, you know what, it is really just four things that I keep doing over and over. It may not be a cookie-cutter equation because the equation of our, our life, changes but but one you know the first r is recognize the second is respond three is reevaluate and four is rebalance and what do i mean by all these r's is first you have to recognize you know where you're at make an assessment of the rubble of adversity or challenge of, of where you're at and two respond you know respond with a recovery plan you know once you take that small step where do I wanna go? Where where don't I want to be? And how do I get there? What resources do I need to go to get from point A to point B? Mm-hmm. And then along your way, the third R is reevaluate. You know, reevaluate what you're rebuilding because we all know that, like, you know, the best plans, you know, have hiccups along the way. There's never ever gonna be a perfect plan um for your life. So we can come up with a lot of business plans or personal plans and goals or retirement plans, but there's going to be hiccups that are unpredictable along the way, and you should at least, you know, reevaluate it. Do some milestone um, checkpoints as you're rebuilding. It's like building a house. Right. Um, and the fourth is rebalance. You know what, this is pretty important to rebalance the relationships in your life. You know, who brings meaning and value to your life? And vice versa. Who do you bring meaning and value to? Because at the end of the day, that's you know and that's all that really matters. If it's relationships within our personal life or in our business, guess what? We're dealing with people, and mm. to deal with people, you've got to develop a relationship with them—a healthy relationship.
0: Amen, for sure. Now I feel like a lawyer here, but you <laughs> brought it up. I would not bring it up first because people might have, until you brought it up, thought that your only adversity was losing the husband. And the one adversity that, when I hear it, makes my body ill to hear is sexual abuse. And then you Mm -hmm. mentioned physical and mental abuse. And I bet a lot of women keep that in, and that's not probably an easy one to... Uh, admit and and go through, and and so it wasn't just losing your husband. Like, if you compare it to those others, it's like man, that's not even the worst thing, and so it's not like you you just lost your husband. You've gone through other um, abuse situations that uh, are adversities from the past, as you said, as well, right?
1: Yeah, you know what, I think it's, you know, I I don't want to literally i was completely you know prepared for this tragedy of becoming a widow but what helped me through my transition process of having that big you know stab in my life of lose, losing my loved one is that my past really taught me i call it the alchemy of adversity those prior tragedies uh, of conflicts and challenges of the mental, emotional, physical, and sexual abuse that I endured at a very, very young age, starting starting at the age of nine, um, taught me the alchemy of adversity and finding the gold, I call it, in those challenges that really strengthened me and gave me that faith and belief that there was and is a better life to pursue, pursue and gave me the backbone to make it through you know, becoming a widow. Not to say that I had the perfect formula to implement, but it sure made things, um, with my faith and belief, it made the process more manageable.
0: Amen. Yeah, definitely more manageable. Now, there's a wellness and spirituality section in your book, and some might say that some of the methods you've practiced and shared are... Uh, uh, untraditional, which I like. I've been, I've seen on doctors' charts numerous times myself referred to as non-compliant. And then I did <laughs> Sally, I did the Sally Hogshead fascination advantage report, and I'm a change agent who is untraditional. So uh, I love non-traditional. But talk about some of these non-traditional uh, methods that you've practiced and share in your book.
1: Yeah, you want, I, I say non. I would say it's non-traditional to the majority of the Western culture, mm-hmm. because if you, you speak on the Eastern side of the atmosphere, this is really not you know nothing new it's under the sun. And they've been doing this for thousands of years. And some of the methods actually are even go back to biblical days. And I'll just touch on a few of the controversial topics of. You know, crystals, you know, healing methods using crystals or essential oils. I mean, those are all dated back in the biblical days. So it's not like this is something new that we just came up with um, in this new age thinking. And also I I touched on the topic of energy healing. I think a lot of people don't realize, you know, we are... Um, spiritual beings having a, a human experience, if I said that right. I forget the name of the guy that said that quote, but it is in my book. We're spiritual beings having a human experience. And it's not taught in our society or in our educational system of what is our mind, body, and soul. We focus on our intellect and our mind and our... Fitness with health and nutrition, but what is our our soul and our spirit and our energy and I touch on those topics um, I'll give you one um, secret that's in there that that's the like the ultimate healing um property i mean it's nothing new it's in the Bible as well it's the healing property of love. if you want to reference dr horowitz um work he talks about the vibrational frequency of love Mm -hmm. you know god created us with love and out of love and love provides a lot of healing mentally emotionally physically because it allows for forgiveness and joy um, to come in Mm -hmm. so i know it's okay if people think it's you know non-traditional because at one point i have to admit it was foreign to me too so that's why I say it's okay. But I will share this, you know, with what I've learned in the holistic or alternative wellness, wellness practices, if you want to call it, in the past, you know, five, eight, eight years, I would say that knowing what I know today, I would at least say that maybe my husband would had, you know, my late husband, he would have had a better chance in surviving, not to say that we could have, you know, did everything and I'm sure everything would have worked out perfectly, but I think there's at least that one part of me that knows that there's at least a, a better chance of him surviving an unexpected death
0: hmm.
1: um, four and a half years ago had we known about some of these alternative practices.
0: Right. Now, uh, talking about non-traditional methods, like, in the past couple of years, I've come to learn uh, and believe in the value of astrology, which I never used to. I've used essential oils. I met someone who I know very well who does energy healing. Mm-hmm. And so as a, sometimes for some of those, as a Christian, my mind was a little uh, closed off take the word little and put in the word lot. But if you open up yourself to learning and trying and experiencing, you can learn a lot of things that you didn't think were right before. And those are just three that I mentioned that I I now right. really strongly believe in that before I would have poo-pooed or not even looked at. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, but you
1: yeah. know what? That's okay if somebody else is still oh, sure, in that. sure. Now because you just don't, you don't know what you don't know and and it's up to the rest of us to maybe share a teardrop of what we now know and share it and that was the whole point of touching a little bit on these topics, you know, within You Are Not Alone when I speak about health and wellness and spirituality hmm. um, and integrating some, some of the methods to help people in their adversity.
0: Right, right. Now uh, I am a website fan. I love my website, and I look at other people's. And yours is really nice. Well done. And so joys of yah dot com. Tell people brag on your own website instead of letting <laughs> you brag on. Well,
1: joys of yah um, dot com. Um, I encourage you to sub- you know what? subscribe on there because I really love hearing. Um, more about my audience and finding out, you know, how is it that you guys are finding your gold in your journey and finding your success? You know, I, I protect everybody's email, so I'm not going to spam you. I do try to add value when I send out my monthly and weekly newsletters. And in the upcoming future, we're going to be doing more promotional downloads and special webinars to help people basically empower and enable themselves towards their journey and finding their gold. So again, go to com to register your email.
0: Mm-hmm. And October the 9th, next Thursday, Yay. go to Amazon.com. we're counting down, we're
1: around the corner, October 9th, yeah, Amazon.com. Yes. Again, they're going to have a free promotional link download on the 9th. All you have to do is search on their books, search the title, You Are Not Alone, How to Rise Above Life's Challenges, and download your free copy. You know, when I tell people it only takes one ripple to start an effect, all you have to do mm-hmm. is your part and download a free copy. Mm-hmm. And, again, once the free download um, period promotional link is over, Amazon's going to start tracking how many physical sales we have, and that's going to start counting towards the... Um, proceeds for the non-profit helping widows and abused women and youth for joy's gift
0: amen very good now i'm kicking myself in the butt and for someone who's had four hips and four knees replaced that's not easy to do i see you got some incredible reviews on the book already and i was offered the opportunity to write a review and I didn't take that time. Uh, can you give us a hint to everyone else who we can expect in the book and some of those amazing reviewers? You yeah,
1: thought? I'll give you, I won't tell you guys everything. You just have to download the, the free ebook and even order your hard copy. But you still have a chance actually, Tom, on October 9th when you do purchase the copy, um, mm-hmm. go ahead and read it and submit your Amazon review Online.
0: Exactly. Um, I'm not going to lose oh. my second chance.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I will give you guys a hint. Don Green, um, oh, founder Dawn of the Napoleon Green. Hill Foundation, gave me a phenomenal review on the book. So you'll see that
0: oh, on
1: wow. the cover. And Bernie Dorman, the founder of CEO Space Internationals, on there. Wendy Darling, who has been my transformational expert coach, she focuses on um, healing harmonics, which you know we talked about in the spirituality and wellness section of energy healing, um, having that vibrational energy healing. She's on there, and you'll see who else. There's a lot of people mentioned in the book, so look out for your name. It might be in there.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, Bernie Dorman and Don Green are both people who have spent considerable amount of personal time with Napoleon Hill. And uh, probably not very many people alive who can say that. And so uh, their knowledge, their wisdom of Napoleon Hill and the results they've seen in their own life because of Napoleon Hill Yes, you know what? I feel so,
1: so, so honored and blessed to have them actually take the time to read my book and provide a testimonial and be part of this project, both Don Green and Bernie Dorman. Um, If you guys are listening, as well as Wendy Darling and everybody else who played a part in their role in this um, production, I, I thank everybody from the bottom of my heart. Um, you know, I can pick up the phone today and call Don Green and Bernie Dorman and just ask them, hey, what did what did Napoleon Hill mean, you know, yeah. in chapter or whatever? What did you really mean in that? Um, you'll, you'll find there's a few references in Napole- of Napoleon Hill's work in, in this publication, You Are Not Alone, um, such as his famous quote that, you know, every adversity has an equivalent or greater seed of benefit. That's one of the big ones I, I highlight there, but also the prince of guidance i don't know if you remember that tom i think it was in his grow rich uh with peace, with of, peace mind. of mind
0: or something like that yeah. yeah yeah
1: and that talks about you know the secret of really you are not alone because none of us are ever alone he he talks oh i encourage everybody that i'm not going to give you guys the way of what that means but go study it the prince of guidance because that mm. that really speaks to the title, You Are Not Alone. Hmm. Again, that's called Prince of Guidance.
0: Right. And you talk about the coolness, because I can do the same thing with Don Green. I am a little bit like a little schoolgirl with Don Green. If I get an email, <laughs> if I get an email from him, my heart rate rises. Yeah. Like, Ooh, Don Green emailed me, and I was mentioned in the foreword of his book. He might as well have picked me up off the ground because I almost oh. pass out when I see my name in the forward of the book. <laughs> so having the contacts that you have like that. More speaks to your impact and what you're doing, because those people get a lot of requests for books, reviews, oh, yeah. and all that. Yeah, so like I said, a I feel truly,
1: truly blessed and honored for them to um, take part in this. Not only because it's my book, but because of you know the women that we are um, speaking to. You, you know, it's not about writing my story, but within the stories of the book, I've interlaced. Um, other people's story of course and protecting their own privacy uh, of their story but they're in there you'll, you'll, I guarantee you if you pick up the book whether you read it from front cover to back cover or just your favorite sections and chapters something is going to speak to you right. um, you pick up the book today and maybe pick it up a month later or a year later you, you read it and you'll find that there's a nugget or a pearl in there
0: for you Amen. So this is just going to to end this show. I just want to give a random plug to our friend Tom Sutter from Cal's All-Star Angel Salvation. Just a random plug. We both know Tom. We both really, really admire him and what he's doing. And uh, the three of us sat together for two or three days at that Think and Grow Rich Summit. So became good friends. Uh, his book's coming out soon. Uh, Tom lost his son to leukemia at the age of 13 started a great foundation in his honor and has raised millions of dollars to help uh, children right and, their and
1: hello Tom out there actually Tom when I was formulating my nonprofit, Joy's Gift um, Tom you know would be very responsive when I had to pick up the phone or send an email and like Tom what do you think of this or what do you think of that or how did you do this with Cal's Angels and yeah. you know just bouncing off ideas with Tom and how did he do it since he's a little bit further along in the process than I am. And I thank Tom for doing that because you know he has his day job. He's what the vice president of a big yeah. insurance firm in Chicago. He he's doing Cal's Angels. That's a nonprofit that he started on behalf of honoring his son. Yeah. And he's like you said, he's writing his own book. And writing he's, his own book. I think between him and, and his wife, they got like between him
0: and his wife, they got like five or six kids.
1: Oh, that's right. Let's not forget the kids.
0: <laughs> right. Tons of them. (laughs) Okay, so that's enough of a plug for my our friend Tom Sutter. So joys of Yah, y a h. These people don't know how to spell Yah. uh, Dot com and sign up for the newsletter. Share your story because this is part of what April's talking about. Share your story and, uh, you know, let her see, uh, uh, how she can help. She, like myself, I love to hear stories and how we influence other people and your stories influence us as well. So go joysofyah.com. October the 9th, next Thursday. Mark it down, write it down, text yourself, put it in your calendar, do something to remind yourself October the 9th to go to Amazon and, uh, I think it's easier to search April J. Ford, but you could easily remember you are not alone as well. Get your free copy. It's a limited promotion. Uh, Amazon only allows that for a very short time, so make sure October the 9th, snag it then, and uh, go on the site and uh, Amazon and review it as well. That's more of a note to myself.
1: <laughs> I appreciate it Tom and just one last thing you know what I, I appreciate you taking the time I know you're 3 hours ahead of me there in Toronto I've actually got to make my way to Toronto I'm in southern California now but I'll I'll put you on my calendar and make it my way up there I appreciate nice. you inviting me on your show and I just want to remind everybody you know it only takes one ripple to start an effect you know right. do your part by continuing to share and spread your joys and blessings
0: Right. And then go and download that book, October the 9th. Uh, Even could be for someone you know. This is a great way to uh, show how you care for other people. And we all know people who are going through adversity and trials and challenges. If it's not for you, download the book and give it to someone else. It's a nice gesture to show them that you're thinking of them. Amen. Thanks, April. Have yourself an amazing day.
1: Thank you, guys.
0: Take care.